Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. Today's episode is about is it yes or is it no? I am here with my fabulous five ladies. Short one today, we've got Whitney, Claudette, Catherine, and Kathleen's out doing something amazing today. We'll miss her, but uh, we're all glad to hear, be here with you. And as we open up this discussion about is it yes or is it no, Interesting to think that, you know, both of them are opposite in some senses, but they're also the same. They're an affirming statement. You're affirming one thing or the other, right? And the power of what you might be affirming um, attached to that yes or no statement is what we're going to talk about today. And I'll share a little bit of background about my experience with is it yes or is it no? And I've always been a very positive person. I'm, I'm very nurturing and loving, but I also am a matcher at nature. So when I see things visually or when I'm thinking through something, I'm matching. So I'm always matching, but it also means that you always recognize what's not matching. And there's some negative aspect to realizing what doesn't match up. And I lean towards naturally protecting myself. And so anything that didn't match up or was instant change or instant uncertainty, my immediate response was no. And I never realized that about myself as a positive thinking person or as a person who loves positivity and didn't realize that it was in my nature to say no on a regular basis. And as I unfolded that and unpacked it and learned more about it, I was able to realize that the no for me meant protection. I just was trying to protect my heart. I was trying to protect my emotions. I was trying to protect my soul. I was trying to protect my brain on some level by controlling the situation with a no that might turn into a yes if I had more gaps. What I did do, though, is through, I believe, Tony Robbins, I think that was my experience of learning this through him, was the power of yes and changing your no's into yes. And the moment I did that, there's this peace and calmness that came around because now I was no longer matching for a no or what was out of place. I was matching for what was in alignment, what was a yes. And even sometimes when I didn't want to say yes to something, in saying yes, I created so much less resistance in my life. So just my short journey of the last five, six years of following yes and that path has really created an enormous amount of shift and change in my life. And I wanted to open the conversation up today to you ladies 
and learn more about the power of yes and no in your life, because I, I'm just looking at it from one perspective, and I think there's dozens of perspectives we could really look at this topic from. Woo, Mike drop, Sarah. I love it. I, what a great opening to this. You said my favorite A word, alignment. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's a good A word. <laughs> it, is, it is one of the most important A words in my life, if not the most important just word. And when you said that, it was like, bam, an aha moment, which I love those ladies. Another favorite A word, aha. <laughs> <laughs> that this is really, whether it's yes or no, you said a couple things that was so aha about that. Whether it's yes or no, it is about feeling into where is the alignment, number one, with ourselves, whether it's the, a yes or no. Right. Because if it's not aligned with us, you also said another great word. Resistance is created, whether it's a yes or a no. If it's not aligned, it's going to create resistance within us, which opens up the whole Pandora's box of all the things that resistance creates and what resistance does. Not saying it's a bad thing because beautiful things come out of resistance inside of us. But even more beautiful things come from alignment. But without the resistance, we don't really find alignment either and what that means. So, so many layers here, Sarah. You know, for me personally, I would put myself, I don't know about you ladies, but I would put myself as a yes person in that yes category, which I love, by the way. I love that about me. It's super important for me to say yes, it helps me step into things. It helps me step into uncomfortability. It helps me step into showing up for people and loyalty and showing up for myself and having fun and a lot of joy and, you know, obtaining all the things I have in my life so far. And that's coming my way. So I love that about me. I am a pleaser at nature or at heart and have always been. I've talked about that multiple times on the show as one of my saboteurs. I'm happy I have that, but it also makes me very uncomfortable with saying no, which isn't great. And so what I've really been learning and stepping into these last couple of years, and maybe that's a truth session in the making, Claudette, stepping into the uncomfortability of saying no, but what I've learned is when I do say no, which doesn't happen, honestly, very often, it's about creating boundaries for me, for me, stepping into no, when I'm feeling the resistance, when it's not feeling right, when it's about staying in alignment is how I create boundaries, which are very important. Sarah mentioned boundaries with unconditional love, right? So the love is still there, but boundaries are so important for us. And literally, this is something just within the last couple of years that I've really learned and am stepping into. And um, it's been super powerful in my life to step in and know, even though it's super uncomfortable. Well, and I love that, you know, you're almost opposite of me in so many ways in that regard. We're both kind of making a shift in a different direction. It's a powerful, powerful personal shift for both of us. What is an example of maybe when you say no now, how that's elevated your life? 
and how that's elevated your relationships or your experience. Can you think of something like in the last year where you've said, for sure. no, tell us more about that. Yeah, for sure. You know, so boundaries, right? I think it's really important. I'm not in a, I'm single, not in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And being out in the dating world, I think it's super important to know the power of no early on regardless of what your beliefs and your value systems are that you're staying aligned with that. So like not too long ago, I was dating somebody and I was not comfortable with, you know, the fact that they weren't fully divorced yet. And right. Yeah, totally. Like still separated. And it was not it for me personally, my value system, I was not comfortable with the fact that there was no movement there of releasing their marriage And we were getting close pretty fast and things were really flowing. And I was really liking him a lot and a lot of things. But that part was like creating major resistance in me. And, you know, I said to him exactly how I was feeling, you know, that I could not continue going down this path unless there was a plan in place of eventually releasing their marriage because I... I want to be married one day. Right. And that's kind of hard. So anyway, like just, and I could literally see a vision of like a couple months down the road, we're still in this place where he's like super wishy-washy about that part of his life. And now it's an even bigger problem for me, but my heart is even more into it. Right. I saw that vision for myself and in the past where I may have just sort of gone along and just kind of seen and oh, just, oh, he says he's doing this and that, but really there's no movement there. I may have just gone along with it, but today, you know, having that conversation where, Hey, this is your journey, no pressure, but this is how I'm feeling about it was powerful. And it was powerful because not too long after that, he, you know, we stopped talking. He, you know, kind of, uh, stopped just communicating with me and that, Oh, you know, that showed me so many things, right? It was, it showed me the way he communicated, right? He, it showed me where he was really at, you know, and then to just sort of stop communicating. So just, it showed a lot more into it beyond just that, whether he's wishy-washy about releasing his marriage. So that was one recently, you know, that took a lot of courage, but staying in alignment. I'm super great. It was a little bit uncomfortable to talk to him about it, but I stayed in alignment and I'm super grateful for where it led. Mm, I love that. I mean, and I love that you were, that was really hard to do. You, you were like down the path of liking him and, you know, the easier path was to just hang out and be part, you know, enjoy what you were enjoying. Right. Cool. Catherine just going with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you stuck with your boundaries and you, created a situation where there was less hurt, right? Less pain. Um, Even though that was painful to do, there was less pain than like you said, if you got down the track on it and and that's so powerful. Whitney, Claudette, either of you have anything to share in your journey with, is it yes or is it no? For me, I had a tendency to say no all the time. Like, no, 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 (laughs) you know, And, and so what happened is when I had my daughter, I caught myself as a parent saying, no, no, no. And then I was like, 
wait a minute, her, I started looking at it or observing my action. Mm. And I was like, I'm saying no to things that I could actually say yes to. And as she grew up, I grew up in getting more comfortable with saying yes. And so what happened is we totally changed it because no feels safer. A lot of times, at least for me, it felt just safer. It was, it's always safer to go, no, that's okay. No. And um, not, you know, not helping people. I had to go through that saying yes too much with that. You know, we used to do a ton of charity work and I would say yes to so much. I was exhausted. Right. So I had to learn to say no. And then I went totally to the other spectrum. No, 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 no. Right. And so that was my journey. It was like going through that, but I was like, no, no, I'm protecting. And then I was like, but why? And so I began to look in at my daughter's world and I was like, her world right now is limited because of her age, because of who she is. But it's my job as her mom to help her fly and start to do it. So I kind of made a rule and my former husband and I agreed we were going to say yes as much as we could for anything that we could say yes to. If it didn't interfere with family trips or plans that we had made, right? In if she had done her chores. And, you know, this goes into, I, I know this is a whole nother topic, but a lot of parents will ground their kids for like huge amounts of time. And what I saw with that is it just defeated her, her soul and really didn't teach her anything. She just became resentful. So I started grounding her for the, only the amount of time until the correct action was taken. So your, your grounding could be until you cleaned your room and then it's over. As soon as the correct action was taken, a direct reward was given, right? And so to me, I, and then I said, yes, or if, if she did something that she shouldn't do, my daughter is a, a Scorpio and she just has her own mind. I'm going to tell you. And so she would do some stuff. I'm not even going to say what it is, but she would get in trouble. Then I would go, okay, well, the next thing that you ask me to do that you really want to do, it's a no. And I said, and I, we need to course correct this. And then we'll go back to yeses. So we were always striving to say yes as much as possible and especially when it has to do with your spirit and freedom and fun and life experiences why would I say no to that if I can make it happen for her you know as long as it it wasn't interfering like I said with current family plans and things like that so and now I would say I'm 50 50 and what I do is I pause I just pause and I'm like, I'll let you know. And I go into the guidance. I had to say no to something last week. And, you know, I kind of wanted to do it. But the guidance was just, I just get that gut feeling, that knowing, and it comes in and I go with it. Every time I've went against it, I've regretted it, you know. So I just wait for that to happen. And then that's the yes or no based on what that guidance is. And I think we have a problem where we think we need to answer really quickly, like someone else is rushing us to answer. Unless that house is on fire, you don't need to rush your answer, right? And so you can just pause for a minute. And if someone's like, so I've even said in business deals or situations, if you're pushing me, it's a no. If you give me space, 
to really look at this and step into the knowing of it, it could be a yes. And every time I say it that way, the pressure backs off, everybody kind of calms down. And then I have the space to figure out if it's a yes or no. So, yeah. Well, and I love that you're like playing with it, right? You you experimented and you saw how it was working for you or for your family or for your daughter. And you've really grown around the topic over the years. And that and that's really powerful, Claudette. It's amazing and really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I love that you also brought up, like, let me think about it. Because that comes up often for me, like, where I'll just jump right to the answer you know, especially if it's a yes, or it's like, why, you know, why didn't I just take a step back and go, let me think about it. Because now I'm feeling like I've overextended, I've overcommitted, I've over whatever. It's not really fully, the yes isn't fully feeling aligned. And I literally have had those conversations with myself, like, what about just the power of, let me get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that. Uh, and and we have to give ourselves permission to do that, right? To take the time to figure it out. I think I am where Claudette is, which is sort of, and I don't know if it's 50-50, but I am very, I think in the moment with those choices, with those decisions. And I say yes when I want to say yes, and I say no. I want to say no. And it, I think for me, it has been that that way pretty much my entire life. I've never been a people pleaser. I don't do things just because people ask. I am not interested in being burnt out or overextended. So I pay very close attention to protecting my energy and 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 my space. I am an introvert. People don't tend to see that, I think, in me. But I'm very much an introvert, and which means that I am rejuvenated by just being with me. I'm comfortable with who I am, comfortable in my skin. And so if it's something that's going to upset my upset, unbalance my energy or my sense of peace. It's not something that I'm willing to take on. And so I, I will say no, but I also understand, and and you said this at the very beginning, Sarah, is that the, the yes and no really are two sides of the same coin, right? When you say no to things that are out of alignment or not of most importance to you, Kathleen's not here and she's always saying best and highest. And that's the way I've really started to to evaluate. I don't think I had an evaluation process in the early, in my earlier years or when I was younger. I just sort of went with yes or no based on on me. And now there's more of a best and highest and it's for me and those who are impacted, right? Because I am I am not single and I don't have the luxury of just making choices as if I'm in a vacuum. And that includes the rest of my family as well. You know, my mother, my sister, other family members and friends and taking into account how I value those relationships. So 
there's an evaluation process that has to happen. And I'm not going to say that I never do things that I don't want to, but if I'm doing something that I don't want to, I'm making a conscious choice to do it. And the weighing is how important it is to someone else. So for instance, I probably would say my mom listens to our our podcast, so uh, hopefully she doesn't take offense to this, but I probably say yes to things that relate to my mother more than I would want to, right? But on the other side, I take the time to offset whatever it is that that takes energy or whatever, I make sure to make that up somewhere else. But an example, uh, just this past week or so, I have, you know, I'm in real estate, I have a new listing, it is an hour and a half plus from where I live, had to do some things to get the house ready. Coming home, I pass where my sister lives. We're on the phone as I'm sort of passing through. And she says, why don't you stop by? Um, Why don't you come and let's have, you know, lunch or whatever. And there was a moment where I thought about it. and And then so she's making logical reasons why it would make sense, right? I'm sitting in traffic. I've looked at Waze. Waze says this hour and a half trip's gonna take like three hours. And she's like, well, you could stay and avoid the traffic. Well, if I stayed to avoid, if I stayed to avoid the traffic, that meant I was going to have to drive home when I was tired, right? And so I took the time to evaluate. I would have loved to have stayed and visited with my sister. So we compromised, we talked all the way home. And so we got to, I didn't see her personally, but we got to visit. And I felt like I had made the right decision actually for all of us concerned, because if I had stopped and I had spent the whole time like thinking about, I really would rather be home, right? I really would rather be home. I don't see how that's in the best and highest for all. So I think the all of you have mentioned this. It's like the alignment of values in your vision and really taking the time to, I think, think about what it is you want overall, but what do you want in this moment? And then giving yourself permission to respond as appropriate for right now, that there is no one size fits all answer for any of this. And the more we can be in touch with what's going on right now, I think is ultimately what is in our best and highest. Man, once again, I love how this just all unfolds and that we're not the same and we have different perspective. Whitney's found a really great balance in her life. And I think that's amazing, Whitney, that you, you know, are able to feel so good about where you're at in your decision-making. And I love that you've taken the time to evaluate it and, and consider your growth there too, for sure, because it's a powerful thing. And I think that's what we all do today is, you know, not try to perfect it today, but pay attention to what are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? And are you in the camp of, Sarah and Claudette, where you're stuck a little bit too much in no, 
Are you feeling really balanced and maybe, you know, just need some time to have in the decision-making process? Or are you, Catherine, where you say yes a lot and it kind of creates some problems along the way and, and maybe no is the empowerment that you need, the power of when to say no and how to say it. And so look around today. When you get to the end of your day, reflect back at what did you say yes to and what did you say no to and know that you are holding the key and the power to making that change. You know, Claudette, you mentioned, um, you like me, no is really easy for you. And, and you said something that reminded me of the, I got it. When I lived in that phase of, I got it, I got it, I got it. I don't need your help. I got it. That was a no phase. And when I even open myself up to someone holding the door for me or someone doing a kind gesture, instead of saying, I got it, when they make that offer, I say, yes, thank you. And that just creates alignment all the way around in my world. And that was just such a beautiful shift to receive and, and to have now as part of my life and my journey forward. So it's not about, are you saying no or are you saying yes? But it's about the awareness that these two words have such power in our lives and they create resistance. And to your point, Catherine, resistance can be beautiful, right? And Or they can create openings and alignment. And that also can be beautiful. But when we're saying yes too often, resistance occurs. And when we're saying no too often, alignment falls apart. And so just creating that peaceful balance in our lives, I think that's what we're all out here to achieve. And just want to open it up to see if anybody's got a final, final on this topic today. I do, always. And shout out to Whitney's mom for creating such a beautiful soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Co-creating a beautiful soul. So as we were chatting today on the show, like I dug it, was thinking a little deeper, like the word guilt kept like coming loud into my mind uh, of like what this whole yes and no thing is about for me. Right. And the guilt that comes up for me around the word no. And so it's like, you know, you can dig in a little deeper as you're reflecting on the day, as Sarah mentioned, like, what are some of the empowering or, or disempowering emotions that go deep that create the, that yes or no, right? Because like, for me, the uncomfortability around saying no has a lot to do with guilt. And that is not an empowering place to be, right? So that's my little extra two cents of getting a little deeper in to the emotions around yes or no. And yes feels good. It feels it feels comfortable. It feels empowering. It feels like I'm showing up for people. And so the opposite of that is like where the guilt comes from for me. You know, it's interesting you say that, Catherine, because I'm feeling sort of the opposite. I mean, I totally get where you're coming from. And no is empowering, right? When I can say no to things that just don't work. But yes, it is empowering as well. And I, and I think that's the essence of the message that we have 
whichever side of this we fall on naturally, whichever side of this we have come to in growth and learning is that you just have to be aware. It was the word that Sarah used. Be aware of what you're saying yes and no to. And as, as importantly, if not more importantly, why? Right. If you are avoiding things out of fear and it's keeping you from enjoying your life, that's something to really pay attention to. If you are saying yes constantly and feeling put upon or a martyr, take the time to stop and think about that. Why are you doing that? And no disrespect, because I've been here, but it, it, a choice that I made some years ago, guilt is a useless, <laughs> useless emotion, right? It. Because we have the power and you have the power and you know this, this is, this is probably why that pops up is that you can make the choice to um, whatever decision you make, it's your life. And then there's no reason, there's no reason to have guilt about doing what you think is in the best and highest for you and the other. All we can do is do the best we can. And I think this is one of our favorite. I don't think we have an episode where this hasn't come up. Grace, right? And so instead of guilt, pick a different G word, grace. Give yourself grace for, you know, whether, however it feels, right? And, And just love yourself through that. So that's my final final. It's a good final final. I'm very received, Whitney, and super helpful for some things I'm facing in my day to day. So I love you and I receive that and I thank you for that. So I love it too because we're talking about not being a martyr for someone. We're talking about guilt, false responsibility. Like if we really look at everything, we don't really owe anyone anything except kindness. And then if we decide to do something for someone and it's in alignment, that's that's Catherine's word, with our soul, it feels good. If it's not in alignment with our soul, it doesn't feel good. Pressure is kind of created. And so my thing would be just I dropped false responsibility. I dropped it with everybody in my life, even my daughter. I was like, as your mom, I'm, you know, when she was growing up, I said, I'm responsible for providing food, clothing, and shelter. We're providing a good education and love. Outside of that, anything I give you is a gift. And so I look at it this way, like time is the biggest gift we could give anyone. We can't get it back. So if you do something for someone, think of it as a gift And do you want to, do you desire to give that gift to them? Not expecting anything back, Uh, drop the false responsibility and guilt because guilt is an energy that's very destructive. So, and look for what's in alignment with your soul. And there will be a peace when you find that because all suffering comes from believing something that's not in alignment with your soul. So you know, and, and nobody wants somebody that's cranky and tired. I mean, think about, especially women. I mean, we go around and we're doing everything and then we get cranky and tired. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be around that. So there's no point in that, you know. So 
even learning to say no with friends. I mean, there have been nights where I've worked a lot and said no to dinner. And I'm like, I love you guys. Can I take a rain check? I am just tired, you know, and I wouldn't have been much at dinner. I would have been sitting at the table quiet, you know, so nobody wants that. (laughs) So, yeah. Mm, So many good nuggets here today, ladies. And I hope you, the listener, have received the nuggets that were just for you as we spoke through this topic. And um, again, just when you get to the end of your day today, reflect back on what you said yes to and how did that feel for you? No judgment, just how did it feel? What showed up? And then when did you say no? And how did that feel? And where did that get you today? And know that you hold the keys to making the adjustment. You do. And it's the power of yes and the power of no. So thank you for joining us. This is Sarah, Whitney, Claudette, and Catherine coming to you from the Fab Five Ladies and Beyond Your Best Plan podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'd love to hear back from you about how the power of yes and the power of no are playing out in your life. Thank you. Beautiful. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.